This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Friday, October 12th, Ken and Haller here. It's Friday, it's 11.30, and this is what we're doing on Friday nights now, because it's hockey season. So, Hal, what's up, brother? Not much, man. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a while since we've been here. I just uh, I just want to take a moment and say that I'm not pointing the fingers at myself, um, but it's a new week. We have a ton of shit to get into. Hal, do you have anything to say to the listeners? I caught the cold. Uh, I battled. Uh, starting on Saturday, I was on the NyQuil diet, um, just riding out the wave. During those times, I choose not to use my phone actively, and for that, I do apologize. Uh, you can put it on me, but I'm ready for week two. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Um, so we have a ton of shit to talk about because there's been, I don't know, two weeks worth of stuff. So we're just going to hop right into it. NHL The News, let's go. All right, here we go. NHL in the news. First things first. Uh, Austin Matthews is pretty fucking good. He's got, in five games, he has nine goals, three assists. Uh, you you wanted to note that he's also a minus one. Uh, John Tavares in five games has six goals, four assists. And last week, uh, we talk, I think it was last week, one of the weeks we talked about the Leafs and we said how they didn't have a defenseman and Morgan Riley's name was brought up and we laughed at him. Yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> He has 11 points. He matches Bobby Orr for the best five-game start by an NHL defenseman in the modern era, so we were wrong on that one. The Leafs look sick, dude. What do you have on this team? I mean, they're, they're fucking, they look really good. And they lost the Senators, which is weird. I don't know how that happened, but what do you got? Yeah, I mean, the Leafs are good, but, like, they're still the Leafs to me. Unbelievable start. I'm not going to take anything away from Austin Matthews. I've been so hot and so cold on Austin Matthews. Uh, since he joined the league, is whether I think he's sick or not, but he's clearly an unbelievable hockey player. Um, I think the Matthews versus Eichel debate is dead, uh, mm-hmm. gone. But it's just, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I think you had to kind of guess that this was going to happen. I mean, those are two of the best players in the world, and Morgan Riley has to break the puck out to him, so no shit, he has nine assists. Yeah, I picked him up in fantasy. That's a fucking pat on the back to myself. Um I don't know, man. They look fucking really good. I think that you're you're kind of playing tough guy right now. Like, I'd be a little bit worried about this team. I think they're fucking... You're not? Here's my take, and this is probably so much harder done than said. Um, I just think you have to stick to your 
game. Play your game plan. When the Bruins lose to the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's because they decide they want to engage in a fucking shootout up and down the ice, nonstop, full spit pace. If your team doesn't play that way, then they just need to stick to their style. Like, if you're a team like that plays a defensive game and you forecheck and you grind, then you need to continue to do that. Like, if you get caught up in their game, they will beat you every time. And I know it's harder said. It's so hard to do, but like because they're so fast and they're so skilled that they obviously dictate the pace. But when you have your chances, you have to slow it down. I get that. Uh, I also have one other question. This could be kind of a rookie question or like a fanboy question, but I think with the way Matthews has performed his first couple of years, it's like I could ask this. At the end of the day, who's going to have a better career, uh, Patrick Kane or Austin Matthews? Uh, I think it depends on whether or not Matthews gets cups. I think I actually, yeah, I mean, that's true, but I also think it depends on how long Patrick Kane plays. Like, Patrick Kane's not dead yet. No, I know, I know, I know, but I think at this point, within the next few years, you can see Austin Matthews being, like, that caliber of a player. If he's not already right now, you know what I mean? He is, I think he is, I think he's there, like, I I think this would be his coming out party for sure. Yeah, that's a tough question. Um, But moving on, you're going to love this, the Vegas Golden Knights are 1-4, and You wrote on the sheet, woo, what do you have on Vegas? You want to tell all your fucking naysayers to suck it or what? Is Vegas over? Are they done? Did Patch Reddy and Paul Stasny not work out for them? Here's the best part about this is I didn't find out about this until about three hours ago. And I was just scrolling through the standings. I had such a good chuckle to myself. Um, It was the inspiration behind me texting you saying you want to do this podcast tonight. Yeah. Oh, man, you brought in Max Patch Reddy. And you guys think you're like some dominant West Coast team? Like, wake up. It's year two, pals. I told you. I, I, I don't think this is just some slump. I don't. I don't like this team. This core will never win a Stanley Cup. There's going to – trade them away. <laughs> it's a hot take. They make, they make the conference fi- – or the Stanley Cup final last year, and now they're one and four, and you're saying they're out. <laughs> yeah, I just hope everyone, like, remembers that. Because I'm half kidding on that, but I still think – I still don't think this team's going to be half as good as they were as last year. I think that's an okay. I think I don't think that's that hot of a take. Yeah. So when hey listeners, when the Vegas Golden Knights make the Stanley Cup again this year, remind me what episode House says this in, and I'll play this clip to him like a million fucking times. It probably won't happen, but that'd be really funny. With your luck, anything's possible. Moving on, uh, we probably should have talked about this before Vegas, but William Nylander still not signed. He wants more money. There's the debate going on, like, should he be a team guy, should he not be? Brendan Shanahan brought up how, like, on the Red Wings, some players took less money. That's how they had a dynasty. I mean, what, what do you have on this? It, it, I don't know. What do you have? I, I am firmly in the trade him camp. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, we always talk about it. What do they need a defenseman? There's got to be – I don't think you're going to get that sick of a defenseman. Like, I think he's going to be good. I don't think he's. I don't think it's going to be like a Seth Jones situation where you get someone that good. But if you get a young defenseman, that will help your team so much more. Like this team proved that they can play. Like they don't need more offense. They need defense. That's what they need. Like William William Nylander is an unbelievable player. Don't get me wrong, but like Casperi Kapan is playing in the same role and has like five points in five games. Kid had like kid was on the fourth line at like three points in twenty seven games or some shit like that. And he's playing with them. It's five and five. It's like the Sidney Crosby effect. If you're like a good two-way player um, with some finish, then you can play with stars. 
Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I haven't watched, like, I haven't watched a lot of Leafs games, so this is just me. Do you feel like he's overhyped, man? Like, has, has William Nylander really done that much in the league thus far to earn, like, the respect that he's getting? And on top yeah, of that, I mean, you said he may not get, like, a great defenseman. It could just be because Peter Shirelli's an idiot, but Taylor Hall got Larson. And Taylor Hall won the MVP award last year. I don't see. The thing is, is I still really, I do like William Nylander as a player a lot. I think he is a really good player. I think he has that upside. And I know, and he's going to be a Swedish forward. Like, he, he was known for being defensively responsive. Like, he's going to be a good player. I, I, I do think he's going to be a good player. I just think that the Leafs can get something they need with him. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, too, what's going to happen when you have to sign Marner now? And then guys like Brown and Kapanen are going to need more money. And all those other guys are going to need more money because <laughs> their stats look better because of those players. You can't have, like, five guys on offense making, like, over $8 mil a year. Yeah. Yeah, and that I dude, that Marlowe deal may come back to bite him. If it, I mean, it sort of already is, right? Yeah, but he's such a good player, and I, I'm sure he means something to the locker room. Like, I totally agree. I think it was a dumb move, but I don't think, like, as a Leafs fan, I think you can eat it. You can live with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's another one. Anders Lee was asked something. I think it was in um, The Athletic, maybe. I forget what one it was in. But somebody asked him what characteristic is most important in a teammate, and he says loyalty. I mean, why do you think he said that, Hal? I mean, that's Captain Lee to you. Um, he's in. I mean, dude, he's the captain now, dude. He's letting his dick swing. I, I, I thought that was sick. I don't. I don't hate the move, dude. You came out and chirped uh, Anders Lee becoming name being named captain. I did, yeah. And then uh, when this happened, I, I I admit I was wrong. All right, so I agree with that, dude. I think Anders Lee had a career year. But, like, no one really knew what Anders Lee was like. And I I think that he is well-respected in that locker room, apparently. I mean, if he throws that quote out, like, if I was, like, Matt Barzell, I'd be like, cool, like, that's my captain. Yeah, no, for sure. I think if you ask the average hockey fan who Anders Lee is, not anybody would have any idea who the fuck he was. <laughs> like, seriously, no, out of all the captains in the league, I think the average fucking hockey fan would not have a clue who Anders Lee is. Possibly. I mean, your tweet was a little out of line. You don't think so? I think he's the most forgettable fucking like player in the league, and he scored four. I think he scored forty goals last year. At least they have a guy they can name captain, though. You I'm know? not chirping him. I'm just saying you don't agree with that. Like out of all the captains in the league, like I can probably yeah, name probably. every. I mean, I'm sure he's up there. Like I don't even. Yeah, for sure, you're right. That's just not like that perennial name that you're that you're used to seeing become captain, you know. But I mean, he might be. He scored forty goals last year. Good for him. I thought that was sick. That was just a big fuck you to to Tavares. I guess my question, I mean, Lou Lamorella threw some shade. Uh, now you have Anders Lee doing it. Do you think when the Leafs go into uh, the Barclays that it's going to be a rumble? Because I don't think it's going to be, but if the Islanders fucking did like hit the fuck out of him or if somebody fought him or some shit like that, like I would like the Islanders way more than I do now. Here's the bottom line, dude, is... And I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but that game needs to be played at the Nassau Coliseum. Like, <laughs> that like, is sick. Like, that, it has to be played on Long Island. Like, get it get it out there. Like, the crowd would be rocking. And then, yes, I think there would be some fights. Like, you know the Islander, The Islanders are so, like, known for having, like, four goons on Bridgeport that they're just ready to call up at the fucking drop of a dime. I don't think they do it, but, like, how fucking cool would that be? And I think a lot of people are listening to us like we're being assholes right now, but like that would be such a fucking, my balls are on the table, you left my team, fuck you, let's start a rivalry right now and let's get it going. 
Yeah, I don't think you like cheap shot him though, but I just think you give him. No, a but no, you definitely fucking bang him and after whistle give him a couple cross checks. Fuck that yeah. guy. If I'm on the Islanders, fuck that guy. And I hate the Islanders, but if I was on the Islanders, I would fucking hate him. And I don't know if like the people really feel that way, but like if Anders Lee takes a run at him, I'd be pretty dad be sick if Anders Lee like laid him out. But again, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think the Islanders are too soft for that to happen. What's next, dude? Uh Oh, the dumbest thing I've ever seen. This Carolina Hurricane celebration thing, man, like, I, I hadn't seen it yet, and you, like, freaked out. You're like, you need to watch it right now. They go to the blue line. They do that. What's that? What's the Viking clap or whatever? And then they fucking sprint full tilt down to the other end of the ice and jump into the boards. Who the fuck thought this was cool? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like, I, I don't... I I think isn't it their owner like the owner who's like doesn't pay for their recruiters like cell phone bills, and he wants to like turn but he like gave I guess he gave them like brand new locker rooms and shit, so so this dude's probably like in the locker room being like boys I'm trying to sell some tickets like I need you to like look like a couple jackasses after the game like can you See, imagine I don't, can I don't you imagine think... your Justin Williams. And he he's probably going to publicly support it, and I don't know what his role is, but I just can't imagine being in his shoes, like Stanley Cup champion, like Mr. Game 7, and like you're standing like in the middle of the ice at Raleigh, North Carolina, like doing a clap you stole from a football team in Minnesota, like, and then skating into the boards. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't think it's the owner because their new coach is Brindamore, isn't it? Yeah, he kind of seems like a whack job. He, Dude, he's nails, though. I think he's like an old-time – I don't think he would like that. I don't eat, I just, well, that's why I think it's, like, the owner or something. But, like, Justin like, Williams had a giant smile on his face. Is this just Justin Williams being Justin Williams? I don't know. I mean, maybe, like, if you think about it, I think, I think sometimes, like, when you're in a team environment, like, you can have fun with stupid shit like that. Like, we, they could be mocking it. We wouldn't even know it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, maybe if they're mocking it, they're having the time of their lives doing it because it's so stupid. Like, I don't. Like, they're going to look back on their NHL careers and leave the guys that were on the team that fucking sprinted into the boards from the red line. Oh, like, I just, <laughs> I don't get it. It's, Is this, it's like, a tradition? Are they just going to do this from now until the end of time? I wonder I, I wonder who the guy who walks in the locker room and tells everybody, hey, guys, we're not fucking doing that anymore is. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, a, it's a look for sure. So, I mean, I... That the downfall of Carolina hockey is real. I want somebody to like. I don't want somebody to get hurt, but I want something to happen where they're like, "Oh, we can't do that anymore." I just yep. think it's so fucking dumb. Uh, Elias Peterson's leading all the Swedes in points. He has in four games. He has four goals, three assists. I mean, this kid looks pretty fucking good, man. Him and Besser isn't, aren't a two two bad people to have. No, I, I think. I I mean, I think Besser struggled a little bit, but at the same time, him and Peterson are so good. And then that god, that kid, I think, scored in the AHL tonight. He's supposed to be nasty. Horvat's pretty good. Horvat's good. Like, they have some good young forwards. They're still a shit show, but, like, uh, Canucks fans should be pretty happy with where they're at. Yeah, I mean, that's quick, but we'll just move on. I don't really know that much about him. Uh, here's one. This happened a while ago, but we're going to talk about it. Brad Marchand beat the wheels off of Lars Eller. Uh, Lars Eller scored, I think, in, like, a 7 nothing game. So Lars Eller skates over to the bench celebrating the goal, and he's doing this fucking really weird wrist thing towards the bench. And then I'm assuming what would be his next shift, Brad Marchand goes out there and just fucking beats the living piss out of him. Uh, a lot of people were fucking real mad about this. 
I'm going to give my take before I get into yours. If I'm on the Bruins, I'm about that. 7 nothing. Was that the first game of the year, Hal? Yeah. First game of the year, you're getting fucking destroyed. Let's set the tone early, make sure this isn't acceptable. And the fact that a fucking Lars Eller, a little... Dude, he fucking stirs all the shit and never backs it up. Starts doing this shit. Martian's got to be, what, like four or five inches shorter than him? And the fact that he just got fucking destroyed... I guess my only question, and I saw a lot of uh, Capitals fans being like, oh, when Tom Wilson comes back, there's going to be revenge. Hey, guys, just so you know, Tom Wilson is probably riding a pretty thin line with the league. If he does anything stupid again, he's probably going to get fucking 30 games now that they already set that fucking precedent. So I don't think – I think Tom Wilson is going to be a non-issue. What, what do you have on this? Like, I thought it was awesome. If he was on my team, I would have loved it. Yeah, uh few things. My first note that I just wanted to throw in there, the Bruins haven't beat the Capitals since like Johnny Boychuk and Sean Thornton were on the team. Um, so the Capitals scheduling the Bruins for opening night when they're raising the banners, basically like when your football team at your high school picks the fucking weakest team in the conference for homecoming mm-hmm. so they can kick their asses and everyone can celebrate afterwards. Clown move on their part because <laughs> I knew the Bruins were going to get fucking dummied and it was brutal. I'm going to preface everything I say by also saying that if you're losing 7 nothing, you've been lifeless all game, I would probably taunt you too. Um, but my issue with it, and I think you touched on it, is that at the end of the day, if you if your name is Lars and you're going to go fucking poking bullies in the fucking playground, you're going to get your head bashed in. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the way it works. And something that pissed me off so much... That was it a perfect was like, metaphor, by the way. You just nailed it. Like some, I can see some little preppy kid Lars on the playground walking around, like poking O'Doyle, and O'Doyle just fucking him up. Yeah, dude. Like, and, and the thing too that really made me mad is people in the comments being like, "Poor sportsmanship and stuff." Like, I don't care if you were a pro athlete. Like, if you played, like everyone like played football with like their friends when they were like eight years old, and you and someone would score a touchdown, say something to you, and next thing you know, you're trying to kill the kid. Yeah. Like. Like, it's just human nature. Like, you're at your lowest point. You got your ass kicked all night, and Lars is taunting you. Yeah, yeah you got to show something there. If you don't, like, in the Brad Marchand saved the Bruins season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, you can't get mad at that. Like, both ways. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, next one, Tyler Myers got a 10-minute misconduct because the refs had given out, I think, like eight penalties to the Winnipeg Jets. Did I say the wrong name? No. Okay. Uh, I don't know why you're laughing. But he got a 10-minute misconduct for clapping at the ref. I thought this was dumb. Uh, somebody sent in somebody sent in a USA Hockey sheet today, and they, uh, they got a match penalty for pretending to jerk off on the ref. Um, I think that probably would be worth 10 minutes. But clapping at a ref for 10 minutes, I mean, what do you have on both these? What do you have on Tyler Myers, and what do you have on the kid who fucking pretended to crank one to a ref? I mean, the Tyler Myers thing is kind of ridiculous, but, like, if I'm a... It's weird, dude. Like, it depends on who it is sometimes with the person who does it. Like, if Blake Wheeler went up there and did it, I'd be like, all right, but, like, the giraffe on D goes up there and does it, and I'm the ref. I, like, like if, if Blake Wheeler does that, the ref just is like, fuck off, Blake, like, get out of my face. But Tyler Myers does it, he's like, all right, pal, I don't need to hear it from you get in the box, like... He just—I don't think Tyler Myers has the swagger to pull it off. Because then, like, I, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think he has that attitude. Like, guys, guys who play on the edge, like, 
Like, Callahan doesn't really do it to the refs, but, like, Brendan I mean, Gallagher. I mean, dude, that's a pretty ballsy thing to do to a ref. I've never seen an NHL player do that. They say, yeah, like. They chirp him from the bench and shit, but I've never seen a guy, like, skate up to the ref and start clapping at him. It is. Usually, like, in youth hockey, you'd be the kid with the chrome cage who did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> weighs, like, weighs, like, 80 pounds. Yeah, yeah real tough guys. His mom, his stepdad's in the stands screaming at him to shut up. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't know. I thought that. I thought ten minutes for that was fucking intense. Yeah, I I agree. It's just kind of goofy all the way around. Uh, Phil Kessel scores a hat trick. What do you have on this? Not much, dude. I just thought I don't know who tweeted it out, so I can just get props. Them. I just wanted to say that the like gif of like Phil Kessel like on the flag <laughs> yeah. is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So that, if you have, I don't know how you look that up. Like, look up Phil Castle hat trick. Like, that gif is so great. Yeah, it's it fucking it's the epitome of Phil the Thrill. Uh, I, you brought this down hey, as, as everyone. Hey, what? Here we go. Phil Kessel over under 35. <sighs> under. I'm going to take the under on that. That's a lot of goals, dude. It is, dude, but I mean. And he's, he's got to stay healthy, it. and I think he always has stayed healthy, but, like, dude, having that body, that body's probably going to break down at some point. What's next, dude? Uh, is everyone scoring 12 goals a night? It's, yeah. Dude, does, it, does it not seem like there's just so many goals? Yeah, I don't, it, I don't know if it's, like, defensive structure or if I don't know what's going on, but, like, teams are lighting the fucking lamp. There were 13 goals in the Rangers-Hurricanes game the other night. Do you think, like, Gary Bettman sent out, like, an email, like, don't play defense? I have no <laughs> idea. I literally have no idea. And it seems to be happening to every fucking team, too. It's crazy, dude. Like, it's shit. I mean, I'm not complaining. Like, it's been fun hockey to watch, but, like, is it going to stay like this all year? I don't know. Are we back to the years where people have 150 points? That would be sick. Oh, my God, dude. I miss those days. (laughs) Jumbo Joe shaved. Yeah, dude. I mean, he shaved now. I think he's on the IR. I like it. I like the move, him shaving. Like, I, I think, is he about to start his next playoff period? Is that the plan? Do you know? Or is he uh, so he had he had knee surgery. His knee got uh, swollen again. They were worried he fucked it up again, but it was just an infection in the knee, so they sent him home. Uh, he he said he saved it, and he immediately regretted it, so I'm sure it's fucking coming back. I think right now would be the time to see how manly Joe Thorne is because I have a feeling that fucker is going to be about the same come, like, mid-November. Yeah, do you think – oh, for sure. Do you think that um, Joe Thornton – uh, was like he like was injured and he was really bummed out and he like got hammered and texted like Pavelski and Burns like come shave my beard. I have no idea. <laughs> but I think I, I think so Burns either. shaved it in the locker room. Oh, no, I, fun I fact! Somebody oh somebody gave me a shout out by the way. He said that you and I have been doing good and he said to get the sheriff back on the podcast. Uh, he's he lives in the UK, so shout out to that guy. He said we're the only podcast as entertaining as Spin Chicklets. So that was like a really cool fucking thing. But he brought up the sheriff. When my dad watches anybody play hockey with a giant beard like that, that's a giant pet peeve trigger for him. Like, Brent Burns was skating around the other night. I was like, fuck, I wish I had that beard. And he fucking lost it on me for like 10 minutes telling me how fucking stupid beards are. Like, my dad has these these little ticks where it's like if you even fucking poke him a little bit, it's like, watch the fuck out. Poke the bear. Great point. I mean, I'm glad that that's the sheriff's position. Um... Yeah, dude. I, oh, the best part of that about that video. Did you see the? Um, did you see the grizzly pouches in the in the shot? No, I didn't. Yeah, grizzly pouches for Pavelski, Burns, and Thornton. Damn. 
right. Wintergreen, though. Are you back on? Are you back on the sauce? Yeah, yeah, sweet little wink. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, You want me to mention the Zidane Ochara, only D-man that played against Wayne Gretzky left in the NHL, got burned by McDavid badly. Like, very, very badly. Like, Chara was skating, but how fast McDavid went around him, it literally looked like he was standing still. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was mad funny. Um, I did want to point out, though, like – Char got absolutely burned. But how crazy is that to think that he did play defense against Wayne Gretzky and then Connor McDavid? Like, those are like two guys. Like, to be a bridge between those players is pretty crazy. And I thought yeah. it was kind of funny that Char's come to the end of his career and McDavid just fucking blew <laughs> by him. Yeah. No, that, that, I'm sure he was probably pissed that he scored, but at the same time, he's like, fuck, man. He's so good. Like, McDavid is so good. Like, he really is the type of player that. Every single time he's on the ice, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, please don't let him get the puck. He has yeah. the puck on a stick literally every single shift. How many – How many? what? Go ahead. Do you not agree with that? Every single shift he has the puck on his stick. Yeah. You know who has the best job in the world? Ty Ratty. How is that guy playing with Connor McDavid? I, I just – I would love to know, like – I feel like that, that should be a statistic, like how often you have the puck, like, per shift and shit. Dude, I bet you he probably, out of any forward in the National Hockey League, touches the puck the most. Just because of how fast he is and, like, how he supports the puck so well. And the puck just finds him. He knows where to be. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's unbelievable. Um, Seattle. Looks like Seattle's getting a team. What do you have on this? Yeah, man. Shout out to our blogger who's a big Seattle guy. I'm for it. I think this is a cool spot for an NHL team. I think Seattle fans are douches. Um, I think they're a lot cooler than they think they like actually are. Like they're the twelfth man. A lot of face paint in Seattle, but they are passionate and they will bring a fan base. And I think they will be a lasting franchise. That's a, I mean, we've talked about this before. Them in Vancouver would be a sick robbery. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope. And I was thinking about it. Like I don't know. I know they're trying to come up with names right now. And I know it's Vancouver's colors, but I feel like Seattle has to have like the Pacific Northwest colors, right? Like, kind of like the Seahawks. Like, don't they have to go that route? It's got to be green, I would think. Yeah, we could use a – well, there's already – we could – the wild jerseys suck and the Stars jerseys are a little over the top. So, I guess there's room for, like, a pretty a nice forest green. Yeah, I think I, they have to be green because that's – aren't the Sonics green? The Mariners are green. And blue. It's like green and blue and purple. Though. Which is kind of like the Canucks. So, that'd be kind of cool if they, like, stole their colors. Just have the same exact colors fucking play each other mm-hmm. five times a year. I love it. I don't know, man. Are you excited about them? Uh, I mean, not really, because they're going to be sick. They're going to take away players that I want on the Rangers, and yeah, I'm I'm over the expansion thing. The the I, Knights kind of turned me off from that. I think um I think after this number, I think it's thirty two, right? Uh, thirty one and thirty two. Yeah, this is going to be number thirty two. Like, just cut it off at thirty two. And then just start relocating teams. I don't need more than 32 teams. I oh, can't keep dude, the other night I was watching the uh, the Ducks. I think they were playing the Red Wings. And Gary Bettman was on during intermission. And they were interviewing about how, like, he when he first got the job, that's when the Ducks came into the league. And he was talking about how Seattle was going to do it. And then at the very end, the guy, the announcer, had, like, one of those duck calls that you, like, blow into. And he's like, Gary, how about one more blow for us? And Gary, like, smirks. And he's like, I know this is going to ruin me on social media. And then, like, blew on it twice, and it looked like he was fucking getting blitzed, dude. So, of course, I took a video, and it fucking kind of went viral. So, shout out to Gary for calling it. Uh, last one, Nashville banner. I didn't see this yet. So, what what is this? 
So the the uh, Nashville Predators raised a banner, and it was uh, it, it said Western Conference regular season champions on opening night, and they had like a celebration for it. I mean, didn't the Rangers do that? Yeah, they did some. No, they did Presidents champions. This is just Western Conference champions. Yeah, I, I we've been over this. I'm not a fan of that. If you win a fucking championship, cool. If you don't, fucking leave it out. The only the only exception is Billy Joel. Here's the thing. I I so we retweeted this. They did come back because they're getting a lot of backlash for it with the tweet, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, coldest building in Nashville, bachelorette party capital, and hottest chicken in the NHL. And they put those three things on a banner, their team account, and they written, they acted like they're raising them to the rafter. So usually I think shit like that's forced, but like the Nashville Predators social media isn't one of those in-your-face social media teams. And like they got chirped, so they jabbed back. So I think that's a cool move. Also, we talking about all these expansion teams and teams that like made it and franchises that didn't. Shout out to the Nashville Predators marketing department. This is the Dale probably cream his pants. I just said those words. Um, I mean, dude, they made they made like beer, country music, like in hockey, like cool. Like they made a scene out of it. They sold it, and I think they do a really good job there. I mean, they they made a mistake, but like Nashville, like did what expansion teams are supposed to. Same with Vegas. Yeah. No, yeah, I would agree with that. I thought that was a that was a decent little shot there, and they kind of turned a not so great situation into a little bit better. Still, still sad. Yeah, though, still but. fucking sucks. Uh, so that was NHL news. Now we're gonna move on to Twitter questions, Drake. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Thanks, Drake. All right, so somebody asks how good the Carolina Hurricanes are gonna be this year. What do you have on that? I mean, we could go back to our previous segment. That might dictate the season right there. Yeah. I don't think they have terrible players. Like, Ajo, Tara Vinen are interesting guys. Like, Dougie Hamilton, I guess. Like, they have some art. They have some good pieces. I'm not sold on them in any way. Dude, I, Tara Vinen, like, what? Is he good? Yeah, dude. Turbo? I just, I don't know. I always thought he was kind of overrated, too. Kind of in the William Nylander realm. <laughs> All right, dude. I mean, so what are your predictions for Carolina? Uh, they missed the playoffs. Yeah, William Miller is a better player than Tavo Terabyte. Okay. Uh, and then you want to talk about the poll I put up on Twitter. Oh, yeah. What were you having people fucking argue about for no reason? Uh, centers. Uh, Tavares and Matthews versus Crosby and Malkin. And what was the question? Who Who would you rather have? And it was, like, in a series? Is that the conclusion you came to? Well, I just asked the, the standard one because I knew people would fucking get rattled by it. But, like, now that we're talking about it, let's just say seven-game series and both players have the exact same teams. This year? Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think I think you take fucking Crosby and Malkin all day, right? Right. I mean, obviously, if I was building a franchise, I'd have rather have the other two because they're younger. But, like, yeah. yeah, I'm going to bet on Crosby still. I like that. All right. Thank you for the Twitter questions. Now we're going to move on to the Patty B Hotline. Patty B, what's up, dude? Hey, this is the Patty B Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, so we got a few questions in the Patty B Hotline. The first one, here we go. Hey, Morning Skate, Patty B here. So um, for the upcoming season, what will be your official alcoholic drink sponsor for the upcoming season? Mine will be Labatt Blue because it's uh, going to be a Buffalo-made product soon. All right, later, guys. 
Alright, so Patty B is going the bat blue. I'm going with whoever wants to pay us to say their name. Oh, probably nobody. I'll, I'll uh... Damn, dude. <laughs> we don't beer sponsors. Uh, double bag. Long trail double bag. It's uh, Vermont in a bottle. Oh, and you can God. get it at a gas station, so... Uh, there we are. Why don't, you, why don't you just go with a regular beer, dude? Oh, you're an IPA guy, or whatever, right? Yeah, but that's not even, like, that's not, like, a fancy beer. That's, like, a that sounded That sounded pretty fucking fancy, dude. I mean, it's not fucking, it's not a Bud Light at Gaffney's at 3 a.m. for $7. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go Bush, Pat, Patty B. I'm gonna go Bush Light, I think. <laughs> I had this four-pack of Mooseheads, like, a week ago, or, like, two, three weeks ago, it took me like a month to fucking finish those. It was just four pack of like sixteen ounces. It was like it was like bush light and like chew in a can. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Next question. Hey boys, just calling into the Patty B hotline. And uh I think I have a pretty good question for you this week. Who do you think has the coolest name in hockey? Whether it's Past players, current players, you know, up and coming junior players that you've heard of. I gotta say, my favorite is Thatcher Demko. It just rolls off the tongue. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to know uh, who you think has the coolest name in hockey. And uh, Patty B, I might be coming for your uh, your hotline here, bud. Sure. <laughs> just joking. Oh. But uh, I love every time Patty calls in. He's always got some uh, clever things to say, and uh, hopefully he keeps coming back. Have a good one. I, I respect that phone call because that guy's clearly a fan of this show. Mm. Yeah. I'd like mean, to see that. Great great question. Great Patty B chirp. Although, I mean, this was the Patty B, B comeback of the week probably. So Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody who isn't even in the league yet, but this Finnish kid that they say is supposed to be fucking sick, probably going to go number two in next year's draft. Capo Caco. Capo Caco. I don't know, some Finnish kid, K-A-A-P-O-K-A-K-K-O. That's the kind of guy I want on my squad. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Could you even say his name right? I don't even think that was right, dude. Kapo Kaku. Yeah. All right, so your favorite name in the league you can't even pronounce. That's fucking... <laughs> Damn, dude. How do you feel about that? Like, I don't know. He literally just traded the P's for the K's. Who is he supposed? To, who is he a prospect for? He hasn't even drafted yet. He's going to be drafted next year. He's probably going to go number two overall. Check this kid out. This kid's going to be fucking sick. He's going to be like an Elias Peterson type fucking thing. Ked told you first. Capo Caco. (laughs) Capo Caco. All right. I'm definitely saying that wrong. Fuck. Capo Caco sounds like something you can get at a dispensary in California. (laughs) Yeah. That fucking real good Capo Caco. Yeah. Uh, All right. I'll go. I'm going to take you guys back to the 2012 entry draft. These are two of my favorite prospect names of all time, and they got drafted back-to-back. One one made it, one did not. Uh, with the second In the second round, the 50th overall pick, I think this is a great name. He was the captain of the Kelowna Rockets in the WHL, Colton Sissons. Um, that, that is a West, Western yeah. hockey player's name. Yeah. He's a pretty good player, fourth line knows. I just like the name. It just sounds like someone who's a rink rat. Kind of fight uh, the other night. Yeah, great player. This player never panned out. Uh, drafted 51st overall by the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, I think he's playing the ECHL now. He was a defenseman from the Saskatoon Blades, and his name was Dalton Thrower. 
Uh, Whoa. He was, he was five foot eleven, and he threw massive hip checks. Dalton thrower. That was his thing. So, he threw hip checks. Yeah, that's yeah. Sick. He's grinding in the ECHL now, but I thought if that guy made it to the show, that would be one of the coolest names. Yeah, no, that's yours was probably better than mine. Caco Caco. Yeah, yours was definitely better than mine. <laughs> no, dude, I I think yours was funny because I'm never gonna learn that fucking name, and we're gonna be on this podcast like two years from now, being like in Caco Caco, like <laughs> yeah. another goal. And people are these people are idiots. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last voicemail. Here we go. Hey, morning, Steve. Patty be here. Patty right, again, too. question for you guys. So, um, the prices came out for the Frozen Four coming to Buffalo, aka my city. Um, it is $525.50 for all three games. Oof. And then 300 and change for the two semifinal games. Damn. Does it mean are those prices just way out of whack? And on a side note, any, um, Surprises to you, Ted, for how bad the Rangers are sucking. All right, later, guys. Bye. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Patty B is back. Talk about so th- talk about up. talk about throwing a shot. Talk about throwing a shot and then tucking your tail between your legs and hanging up. Fucking Patty. Answer this question, out. dude. Uh, uh, I don't know. Do you? How cool do you think it would be to go to a Frozen Four game, like the final? Like, do you actually think it'd be that sick? Yeah, I think it would. I think like for that uh, much. Here's the thing, dude. I think I think what Pat might be trying to say is that, and he's not trying to say this at all. But my my thing is that's a lot of money in Buffalo. Like if you're from Buffalo, you don't drop that much to do stuff. Like you live in Buffalo, like you're not dropping those dimes. But it's a pretty cool event, and like if it was cheaper, maybe they'd actually sell it out. I don't know if they're going to. Maybe they will. But if the demand's there, fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would pay that much. But that's just me. Um, and yeah, and yeah, I get it. The Patty B, the Rangers suck. Cool, dude. We're one and three. We're fucking win another one. That's the first streak of the season. That's a lot coming from a guy whose team hasn't had a fucking winning streak in fucking like three years. So did you see that stat? Fuck, I don't know. What? It's been like seventeen years since the Buffalo Sabers won like two games. It's been like since. Hold on. It's fucking absurd. I wrote a blog about it. Come on, let's do this. Oh, uh, 458 games. 2,084 days it's taken the Buffalo Sabres to have a winning fucking record. <laughs> so shut the fuck up, Pat. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Patty V Hotline, 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Leave us some voicemails. We like when you guys do. Uh, now we are going to move on to our least step next heroes and zeros brought to you by Laga sports. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch and has been around the block to make a difference. Tonight's focus is on that guy. Number 21, Lee Stepniak. Fucking Pat. All right. Uh, Laga sports, Lee Stepniak here on zero. How, who is your hero this week? Uh, hero of the week is me because I just want everyone to know that I will be standing pat on the Team Tuca train. I don't care that his first game was bad. I don't care that he doesn't show up. At the end of the day, he's my goalie, and when he has a shitty game, he sits in front of the camera and he admits that he fucking sucks, and that's all I ask for in my goalie. Okay. Sick hero, dude. 
Uh, my hero of the week goes to Brett Howden. This is <laughs> this, this is a kid that the Rangers got in the Ryan McDonough JT Miller trade. A kid that a lot of people thought would just be a fourth liner. He still end up might be, but uh, he's fucking killing it for the Rangers. Scored a between. Between the legs, no-look goal the other night. Five-hole on Aaron Dell. Backup goalie, not really that great. But uh, literally been our best forward. Him and probably Buchnevich have been our best forwards. Noticeable on the ice every time. And before the game started, they had like one of those like documentary-type things, like meet the players. And they asked him who he wanted to play like, and he said David Backus. So that that's a type of fucking kid that, I don't know, I thought that was sick. Why are you laughing about that? That's a fucking pretty cool thing to say. I don't know. I just think the one thing I will say is that we were talking about names that pump us up. Brett Howden is not a name that pumps me up. Fine, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, he sounds like he's a good prospect. I know nothing about him other than what he was drafted, like 28th overall or something He scored a ton of goals playing uh, junior in Canada. I mean, he's taken this opportunity and absolutely rolled with it. He... He was the, the only forward who played more minutes than him the other night was Matt Zuccarello. Like, this kid's getting fucking time, power play, penalty kill. Like, it's kind of nice to have the Rangers have, like, a kid who's, you know, looks like could pan out. If only you guys signed Jimmy Hayes long term. Yeah. Kevin Hayes, dude. <laughs> Attaboy. Who's, like Jimmy. who's Who's your zero of the week? Uh, My zero of the week. This is going back to Pat. I'm sorry. It's Buffalo. Robin Leonard said, being with the Islanders is like being with a real team. I mean, the Islanders aren't even very good. They're kind of a dumpster fire. And Robin Leonard's over there acting like he's in paradise. He's in like he's in Brooklyn and Long Island playing for the Islanders. Yeah, it's a tough look for Buffalo. Not, not I mean, a good look. I mean, now that you have Robin Leonard like, saying this, like, do you think Ryan O'Reilly was, like, insane when he said that? Do you think they Buffalo makes players lose their mind? I mean, I don't know, man. I think Ryan O'Reilly is a huge puss. I think Robin Leonard is a wild card. Hell yeah. Shout, shout, shout out to Carter Hutton, who already has two wins, which is 10% of 20, which I bet Hal a couple of podcasts ago. So. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing, though. He's just a bridge goalie. He's nothing. 20 games. He'll pull a hammy. He'll pull a hammy. Chad Johnson will be starting before you know it. Yeah. He's probably not even on the series. What's uh, next, dude? Uh, What's your zero? My zero of the week. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, my zero of the week is Mark Stahl. This guy's fucking awful, dude. Uh, That's all I really want to say. He's fucking terrible. I try. I really tried thinking of a difference. Maybe, maybe I got a fucking pass tonight. It was my first beer league game of the year. And I'm fucking streaking down the wing, and some ref pops out of nowhere, and that was probably the biggest that I've taken in my entire career. So maybe that guy's zero of the week, but Mark Stahl's fucking awful, dude. He is so bad at hockey; it's it's ridiculous. So my only question for you on this is: Do you think Quinn is gonna bench him? I think at some point. I think maybe not soon because. Do you think when he's done giving Shattenkirk a, a lesson, he might? It won't be long, and it, and if he plays the whole year, I'm gonna have a fucking serious issue with that. I mean, I hope he does just for the sake. If that guy's on the press box regularly by Thanksgiving, something's wrong. I don't know, man. I'm hoping for a big year for Mark. I'm hoping he does an Iron Man streak, and uh, we get to keep talking Dude, about. Dude, fuck off, man. Uh, now we were going to move on to our three stars, but we don't have three stars this week. We're going to kind of take a hiatus from that. So, uh, just a couple things we've talked to a couple people about coming on the podcast. We could have a couple huge names coming on. Which would be be pretty cool. I don't want to just toss them out right now because it's not 100% confirmed, but it's looking decent. 
Uh, people keep buying shit from our store. Shout out to them. Thank you. If you want your morning skate merch, let me know. I have a special promo code that uh, I can give you. I can save you. You know what? From now until my birthday, end of October, 50% off. That's right. Half off. Just fucking message me on Twitter. I'll give you the promo code and we'll we'll get some morning skate merch out to you. I just, I want to see more people wearing it. I get fucking pumped when people send me pictures of them wearing our fucking hoodies and shit. Just means like we're like doing good. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you have, a, do you have anything else, Hal? No, man. I, it was a good week. Was, hockey's back. Um, what do you want to play on the outro, dude? Ooh, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what are you thinking? I think we go back to the Kid Rockwell. Okay. All right. A specific, uh, specific one you want, or uh, dealer's choice. Okay. Probably Cowboy then. All right. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. In. <laughs> Cowboy. Cowboy. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down your block With a bottle of scotch and watch lots of crotch Buy a yacht with a flag saying chillin' the most Then rock that bitch up and down the coast Give a toast to the sun, drink with the stars Get thrown in the mix and tossed out of you wanna, I wanna roam, find no town, tell them rules and come back home. Start an escort service for all the right reasons and set up shop at the top of four seasons. Kid Brockton, I'm the real McCoy and I'm headed out west somewhere because I wanna be a cowboy, baby. With a top left.